There we go. All right. Good evening, right. everyone. I can rearrange myself, so I'm. No, you're you're fine. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Figure it out. All right. All right. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are, indeed. Hopefully, nobody can hear my kids yelling and carrying on way in the distance. No, no, <laughs> the, I just uh, I just hear monitor. you. Okay, good. Uh, no, well, see, I'm I'm not. Technically, I am HD. I'm uh, 12A by 720, but I'm like zoomed way in. So this portion of the frame, if you took this resolution by itself, I would not consider HD. The thing is, for some reason, when I send it over Discord, I'm not able to like send the HD capabilities of this camera for some reason. I can't figure out how, but in... Uh, OBS, if I manually select, if I manually enter the resolution that it's capable of, then it is HD. Um, I, I I was hoping to use a different camera situation soon down here, but unfortunately, I don't think it's going to work out. I was going to use some cameras that were compatible with our lenses, but they don't seem to send out live video over HDMI, just like use it for playback, so... Uh, maybe I just need to, you know, get like a four. I don't, I, do they make 4k webcams? I don't even know. Probably not yet. I, I have no idea. Uh, but considering how far away it is, it would need to be 4k to, to be much of a, much of a, uh, improvement. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, someone's saying that I, that I have a glow. So I've been, I got, I got some of these. Uh, Wi-Fi colored LED bulbs, and they're they're pretty fun to mess with. Yeah, you're you're showing me. It it, it sounds excessive, but it, it also seems kind of cool. But I mean, once they are all set up and everything, you can do some pretty neat things with them and not uh, mess around with them or not have to like go through too much with it. Uh, they are they're Philips, but they're not the uh, the um what are the uh, the expensive ones. The hue, the hue ones are like they're like fifty dollars wow. each for each bulb. Uh, so this is uh, Philips, just like they're basically uh, they use this thing called Wiz, <laughs> W I Z <laughs> uh, technology. Uh, it's just like Wiz Wi-Fi. You can, you can use an app to change it, and then that. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're. Like what the like the better like if the uh, the hues are actually better, or if it's just like the use of the app that makes them better. Uh, I don't know. These these are totally fine for me though. It's just fun, you know. I have three back there. I have like I installed a uh, an overhead right here, and I have three up right up here, so I can change the colors in different uh, different areas in the room. That's pretty so, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the reason, really quick, I did, huh? I really quick. I, the, we, we just have to adjust. We did have the, uh, we had a $3 donation before the stream, like before we were live from container seven. It didn't have any message though, but thank you. Thank you. And there's also a four ninety nine donation from Sean Quinn saying the NT mini noir. How about that? How about I mean, that? How about it? Um, is am I remembering the price of the NT mini wrong or is it? Like it's more expensive than the NT Mini, right? 
Oh, I, I don't remember. I I can't quite remember what it was, but I feel like it wasn't four ninety nine. Okay, it is. But uh, maybe they're doing a smaller production run, so it's more expensive. I don't. I don't. I don't they have a specific number. Yeah, I think they're just doing as many pre-orders as they mm. get a run for that. Yeah. Many. I'm surprised it's that expensive, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't really know what to say about it because I feel like a lot of people are excited, but like, I don't think the hardware is going to be different in any meaningful way in the sense that like, I don't think you're going to get any new features like interpolation or anything. But so we don't, we, we have no idea. Yeah. So I mean, I mean considering be, there's like, you know, the analog eight, uh, 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 patent right, but or whatever that. that was put put down, we don't know what it is. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. The NT mini is like a hugely useful system and I would probably be super excited if I didn't already have one, but, uh, you know, I, I don't expect something that it, isn't already. I know they said there's going to be like a new menu and stuff, but like I, 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 my gut feeling is like, don't, don't have, you know, some sort of fanciful thoughts of it having, you know, some gotta have feature that the original doesn't. Right. I mean, we can't even be a hundred percent positive that it'll work with the jailbreak firmware, but I mean, I, I would assume there's no way it wouldn't, but I mean, you know, I mean, who even knows? Right. You know, so I mean, I, I, I mean, I would expect it to be exactly what the original is with a better NES cartridge slot because they did say they did actually specify that, which is probably the NT Mini's biggest flaw. Like, I just have a really hard time getting NES cartridges to run to to read on it. Like, Famicom, no problem. NES, kind of difficult. Right. Um, although I. Uh for me, the most interesting thing is the is a 2.4 gigahertz any uh, N30 controller. Yeah, which, which like which means it must be a two 2.4 gigahertz uh, NES retro receiver. Oh, I, oh I, they showed pictures of they showed pictures of the receivers. Oh right, right, yeah. yeah. I just saw like the, the the drawing of it, like the icon for it. So I mean, I hopefully those will be available separately. Oh, I, I think they were already available for sale on Amazon. No, they're. Uh, they come with a receiver that works with the NES classic. Oh, okay. And, oh, they do have 2.4 NES control SNES controllers, but do they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Oh yeah. They showed all that stuff, but, but they have retro, the receivers that they have are for the, uh, are for the NES classic. They have the, um, apparently there's both and all pre-order. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to take a look later. Um, can someone put that, uh, Cause yeah, like I mean, honestly, if if the controller itself feels good, like I'm going to want so many, <laughs> it's going to be kind of ridiculous, actually. But right, like I mean, if they're as good as the M30 is, then yeah, I'm guessing that they probably, I mean, if there's they're going to be a new run, and I'm hopefully yeah. they're using the same PCBs as the. Um, as the mod kits use, which mm. are, I feel are a lot better. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they don't really up their game with the M30. So like, yeah. okay. So I'm going to say that they're available for pre-order. So I'm going to take a look. Um, I don't know. <laughs> There's $2 from Aaron Welsh saying, cut the foods. 
I don't I don't I don't know exactly what that's 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 supposed to mean, but I I ain't I ain't cutting out my food. I I gotta eat sometime. <laughs> not tonight. Oh, I'm done eating today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're not coming out till June now. Oh, that's oh. cool. It's kind of like a smaller. It's a little bit. Well, like yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the M30 is. You know, it's a smaller thing. Yeah, I mean that's good. That's cool. I'm, all right. Oh, uh, there's five dollars from Colin Barron saying, "Did Kevtris ever make those cartridge adapters for the NT Mini?" I had seen him talk about it back in the day. I mean, he talked about it, you know, just as an idea. But uh, unless I completely missed something, uh, I don't think those things exist. Yeah, um, cut the foods is from today's game sack. I, I watched the first quarter of it today, and it's from the Cyborg zero zero nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I decided to play Star Fox Assault tonight because I kind of was in the mood to play something on GameCube because this week I did something that's going to lead to the geometry episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Matt Lisi, uh, from Insurrection Industries, who was in the, uh, the, episode one of analog frontiers with his kids. Uh, he was getting a new PVM delivered from Steve, uh, who runs a channel called retro tech, uh, who, you know, he does PVM restoration and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and he was delivering a new PVM and also working on one of the ones he already has. And Steve does this like really, I, he, he, I think he is building a resource that's going to be very important for the long term where he is breaking down a lot of information about different CRT models on his YouTube channel and sort of having very specific information about, you know, particular differences or things to look out for or be aware of when you're getting inside a specific CRT model. Um, so... Uh, Matt told me, and Matt's like less than two hours from me. So, um, I thought this, this is a great opportunity to like actually get video of someone who really knows what he's doing, restoring a CRT and doing geometry corrections. And so that's pretty exciting. Uh, so I, I can't say for sure when that episode is going to happen, but, uh, it will. And anyway, I brought my Carby with me. Uh, so that Matt could flash the newest firmware to it. And I'm actually like, there, there's some features in it that I didn't know about uh, that, that I think, I, I think the picture quality is tangibly improved uh, and I'm really impressed. So I want to stream with it tonight. I, I'm, I'm kind of realizing just how like, you, you don't, you don't do a very good job of keeping up with your, your firmware updates. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, was, this, 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 uh, this is uh, new, but I mean, I, we were just talking about the OSSC today and how you were on like on like zero point eight two, yeah, which is like like over a year old. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I was, I, I was, even I was talking to Matt and and Steve about it. You know, when we were at Matt's house this week, I was like, you know, Corey is really good at like he gets something and he's like, oh, I'm going to like do this, 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 and this with it. And like, try out all these things on it. And me, I get something. I'm like, 
who okay that seems like a big project like I, I don't got time to do that right now like and then you know i put i put stuff off and off and off and off yeah I, i'm not super good on firmware but this this does require jtag but once it is 3.0 you can update it through the console using i think like like you can put like the firmware update on like a sd card reader or something yeah yeah you're gonna be up be able to update like for like the gc loader you can yeah. just do it um, and also just using a uh sd loader or uh yeah sd card loader yeah thing. so uh so yeah i'm 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 impressed with with the updates so far so i wanted to wanted to show that um i want to go yeah we had we had a couple of donations from uh from sean quinn oh, First okay. topic of analog does anyone here anyone having issues at 1080p 60 someone on reddit was reporting an issue with the top couple of rows of pixels in on what know. yeah i'm not sure oh 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 with us with the, with the DAC, i guess oh well i mean on super nintendo you might see some flickering at the top i actually have not even hooked up oh, the the, right, the right. final so version have... of the DAC, but that's like what they call the jitter you know that yes. that the de-jitter mod uh, on like a real Super Nintendo would fix. That's normal. You'll see that on, on NES as well. I actually haven't seen that personally on a real Super Nintendo, so it's kind of weird. But that is totally normal on NES. And he's uh, gonna release an update that fixes that. Oh, it's it's a toggle. Right. I thought I assumed that was already in the firmware, I but is, it, is it not in the firmware yet? Not. Uh, but there, there is supposed to be a de-jitter. Uh, he he said he was going to add a, add add like a de-jitter to the firmware, uh, but that's that's normal. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the game is only turned off because Try is doing this right now. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I want to uh, I, I I wanted to show something here. So the, you you'll see this option chroma interpolation, which is which is new. In fact, I think all of these options are new, and some of them I'm not quite sure what they do. Um, but Chroma Interpolation, you might have remembered from the sort of that GameCube updates video. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, there might have been a... Joshua Henson made a donation. Can I, I brought it up here because it wasn't on that screen. He says, uh, for $3, thank you. He says, uh, just playing around with the uh, with the run-ahead setting on my uh, LACA installed... RPI four, enjoying the stream. Well, thank you. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten a uh, Raspberry Pi four yet. I I thought I heard something about the the USB C power uh, connectors were loose on a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Like they could break really easily, but they were fixing them in future runs. So or maybe sorry. Well, thank you though. So I wanted to show this this Chrome interpolation. You you, you might remember in the uh, that GameCube updates video that we did uh, a little over a year ago, I showed how the component output from that 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 version, the one that at that time, the analog version of GC Video had this chroma. Uh, th this it looked like it was fixing the 422 video output that the the GameCube natively generates, like the certain color resolution is just horizontally halved and that's the way the system is. Um, and even on the official component cables that creates 
along certain color edges, especially if it's like red against blue or green, mm -hmm. you'll sort of see some nasty edges. And this isn't really the best example here, but I was just using what I could find easily accessible within the game that I'm playing. Um, but th that function is now in the HDMI firmware. Uh, and it, in my opinion, brings like the Carby back up on par with the Carby component, uh, which does, you know, have those even cleaner edges, color edges than the official component cable. And, and the HDMI didn't have that. Uh, and here, I, I'm going to zoom in here. If you look kind of, as I, I'm, I'm going to be away from my microphone as I do this, because I have to be like right up at the carby to, to change it. But uh, if you look at, at, the, at the edges around that chute, uh, you might see certain like extraneous uh, pixels sort of go away. Uh, and it's it's pretty impressive. It, 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 it might not look like much here, but in my opinion, it does make a big difference that brings like HDMI like back up to the level where like I would consider like capturing master footage from it rather than uh, like Carby component through the OSSC. So uh, I, I want to show you, I just think it's cool. All right, wait for it. <laughs> Toggle it. I don't know how well it might it's convey actual, over right? stream or not. I mean, it's really subtle. There's definitely no difference. In really? <laughs> I couldn't see that. I'm like, I'm real. Close I mean, it's, I, I, I might, you know, I, I might have to just show it in a video sometime, but like it's, it, the, the difference is there. Am I, you know, maybe the way that the, that the, the stream is encoded, uh, you know, maybe it, you know, compresses it too much, but I wanted to see if it was visible. Maybe I can find another, another example somewhere else, but, um, it, it like, it, it's, I think it, it makes a difference that like, like I say, like it, the, the component had this sort of feature on it before already. And like, it was kind of to the point where it's like, well, there's no reason to use the HDMI when I could just capture 2x 480p over component and it looks even better than the official component cables. Whereas before HDMI looked more like on par with the official component cables, except it was digital. So, mm -hmm. so I do think it, 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 it is cleaner. It is an improvement. So even if you can't see it. So anyway, I'm going to go and get this menu off and I guess I'll play well, the game. First, uh, well, let me just see if some of the other stuff is. Huh? Is any of this other stuff in here new? It is new. I don't know much about what it does. Um, some of it, I wonder if it might actually be for, uh, if it might be for. I mean, like, like analog, like that regenerate C-Sync. That might be an analog option that just happens to be in this firmware, you know? Right. Well, the, the report 240p is 480i has got to be interesting for certain displays. We'll make. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, that would. It's probably only relevant though if you turn, uh, if you don't have it set to line double for 240p though. Right. So, anyway, let's uh, let's get out of here and actually play a game. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not sure. If... I had to double check my tweet. I was like, I didn't accidentally type uh, Star Fox Adventures, did I? But no, I didn't. Very easy to get mixed up, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, so this is a game that, uh, you know, I, I, I remember. You never huh? You never finished it? Or well, it, really? no, I mean, I, 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 I never owned it back in the day. Like I kept, I was going to buy it and I just kept procrastinating, 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 buying it. And I ended up never buying it when you could still buy it new. Yeah. Um, and you know, I remember it didn't like, it got okay, but not great reviews. Uh, uh yeah. and that probably yeah. just encouraged me to delay it. But I saw a lot of love for this game. Uh, when the stream was getting started, so yeah, um, I, I played like the first. Uh, uh, if if I can if I can be totally honest, I feel the game peaks with the first level. <laughs> I mean, the first level seems is actually kind of awesome. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this is this is one of the relatively like, few. The high right right away. This is one of the the. I mean, maybe not few, but like, you know, Star Fox is like half actual continuity continuing games and half like reboots. <laughs> oh, you just like the entire series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this, this is interesting wow. for the fact that like you actually, uh, like you're, you're at the beginning of this, you're like chasing Andrew's, uh, Andrew, who is, or Okani as they call him and this because uh, that's his last name uh, Andros's nephew you know? right so like who was part of Star Wolf Star Wolf yeah it's been a long time since I played this and the reason I ended up buying it like well after the fact um, was because I played it on a demo kiosk at a Walmart. Like, well, like, like the Wii was like years into already having been released. Oh, really? I have no idea why <laughs> there was a kiosk with this in it. I got a $2 donation from a, a Tenchi Ruya. Thank you. It says the first level in Assault is awesome. Yep, it's, it's, I, I think it's the best part of the game. Um, I mean, I remember, I remember this sitting on the, Store well, shelf. Looks like we're not too late. Uh, and Best Buy, just forever. It's just so crazy. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I don't think it did very good. I mean, you know, everyone, a lot of people complain about the the on foot levels, and I think the main problem is is that it just seems like there's a lot more on foot levels than ship levels. Really? I mean, I don't know the exact amount, but I feel like there's only three. Uh, Face level or flying levels. It seems like every Star Fox game, like, gets farther and farther away from things that people really liked about the original. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it always seems like there's some like big thing that you know people absolutely did not want in every Star yeah. Fox game. Now, things that in general I personally have never found to be like bad, like, uh, you know. 
Star Fox Command. I I actually really like that. That's probably my favorite Star Fox outside of the first two. Um, you know, the original and, and 64. Um, I, I, I thought the strategy element was, was actually pretty fun. And that was that was developed by Argonaut, wasn't it? Uh, I, I think that's right. I don't know if they were still called Argonaut back then, but it was right. like it was like Dylan Cuthbert, like the same right. like original. Like it might have been called. They might have been Q Games by that point. Oh yeah, that's true. But a lot of the same people uh, that work on the original were involved. Um, and uh, I, I mean, you know, I liked Adventure at the time. I kind of, I kind of cooled on after several replays, though. Oh, Vanessa with a two dollar donation saying Star Fox Assault has Ace Combat DNA in it. That's true. It is Namco. I mean, the the interesting thing is, you know, the, you know, it's, there was a, kind of this weird time when uh, when uh, you know Namco was making these Nintendo arcade games you know like the uh, the Mar they were making they made a Mario Kart uh, what else they made at least one other I think right um, and I'm I'm pretty sure the arcade game yeah no I'm pretty sure they or did, what like, was it actually wasn't it like a, a wasn't it like kind of an agreement between uh, Sega, Namco, yeah, and Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. Because like, wasn't F Zero AX like out of the same? Right, right. It is like the same thing, and they used the arcade like the the Triforce. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played the Mario Kart at Galloping Ghosts. I I didn't particularly care for it, but uh, the, the um, game works down the street from where I used to live had it too but they also have an Afterburner Climax down there which is all I ever played when I went there <laughs> I maybe played the Mario Kart a few times just played Afterburner Climax over and over again actually I went to Chuck E. Cheese for one of my son's uh, friend's birthday parties and they had no good games but they did have an Afterburner Climax <laughs> which was the best part about the entire entire thing Yeah, there's there's a GameWorks that was, that was really close to where I used to live, um, and apparently they put some big esports lounge in there, and I I've never seen it. Never went there. I missed right by the movie theater. I went to. We got retro tech is in the chat. Oh, welcome. I haven't watched any of that footage yet that you guys shot. I I heard it heard it was pretty fun. Yeah, we we had a great time. I mean, I, it it definitely made me feel like way less scared. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's like you don't have to get like it it does it doesn't have to be like that complicated what you really do to it. Really, I mean, you can you, there's certainly. I feel like you can get some of the most meaningful changes with, you know, just kind of like the first tier of tinkering, you know, you don't, you don't have to like necessarily get inside it, but you can. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, 
I think it's all the information we really need to get that that episode done. So it's, it's pretty exciting. All right, I gotta I gotta do this bit the Ben Brody donation here. Oh. I don't know if I've never tried this before, so I don't know how it's gonna go. Ooh, two dollars. We get to say like Homer Simpson. No. <laughs> oh! You know, Homer Simpson is one of those voices that's always like, like been like so cartoonish to me to the point of like. Like, it's hard for me to envision it coming out of, like, a real human's mouth. Like, it, it always seemed to me like a very difficult voice to replicate. <laughs> and, uh, like, I've seen, I forget the name of the guy who plays Homer, but I've seen, like, video of him, like, actually doing the voice, and it's, like, super weird. <laughs> like, this, this, this level is, like, gorgeous. Yeah, well, I mean, this is like, it feels, it feels Panzer Dragoon Orda inspired. Mm, yeah. I don't like how barrel roll is on, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad idea in theory for sure, but yeah. I don't like how barrel roll is like just on L and slow down is just on R. Like barrel roll, like you just barrel roll in the direction that you're tilting the stick. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, you you got to do this Ben Brody one now. I can't. <clears throat> $2, but you have to say it like Slippy the Frog, and I think I just did Mickey Mouse instead. Huh. <laughs> 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 uh, we had a $5 donation from uh, Kurt Mack. Thank you. He says, I'm fortunate enough to have a round one in my city. I played one of the newer Mario Kart games. It was okay. Yeah, I... I can't can't tell you anything about it, unfortunately. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> Gee Willikers. Uh but F Zero AX, we played we played that at Galloping Ghost. Pretty cool. Well I, I like it was it was the the tilting cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, if they're yeah. all tilting, but like I I as cool as that was, like I could not play it very well in that environment. Yeah, it was really close to a railing. I remember it was hard to kind of get into it. Yeah, I, I would love to play it without the tilting. <laughs> Just on my GameCube, that'd be nice. Well, I mean, that's the... Uh, I think that's the coolest thing about Afterburner Conference, is it tilts and moves all over the place. Uh, you know, I was... Uh, Ma Matt was telling me that... Uh, it... Portland, there was a F-Zero AX arcade cabinet and like tons of people were trying to use their GameCube memory card to get the unlocks, but uh, it uh, apparently no one could get it to work and he was wondering if maybe you need a Japanese save. I, I, I don't know. But he said it just wasn't working for anyone. Huh. It's, that might be possible. I mean, they're the memory cards are region protected. Yeah, which is actually really scary because if you try to save a Japanese game, yeah, uh, you 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 will lose everything American on your memory card. That's horrifying. That's, that, when that happened to John, it did like, happen to John. Yeah, like 
he lost all these save games he's had for years. That's why I always back up. Oh, that's why I always back up things using the the homebrew GC memory manager. Um, well, we got a we got a five dollar donation from uh from John Smoltz twenty nine. Thank you. He says this game received bad press from the beginning due the, the to due to a horrible short preview at E three two thousand three that only showcased the first person elements. Wait, what? What? That. Which game? This one, the one you're playing. First person elements, or well, you mean? First, I mean, the, on foot. Or, yeah, on foot stuff, yeah. I mean, it's Star Fox coming off of Star Fox Adventures. You know, you want people were probably hoping for like a normal Star Fox game because there there was the the star like the the shooter levels like shoehorned into Star Fox Adventures. I don't remember if they were any good or not. You don't know if what was any good? The the, the flying levels in Star Fox Adventures. Uh, they're they're pretty tacked on. They're more of a mini game. Right. Like, they're just there because they have to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Ow. Oh, Shinjan PD says uh, the US F-Zero AX worked with memory cards. I just used it to play arcades here in Jersey when it was the new one unlocked some stuff. I still have my printed license for it. I'm, I'm interested if you what you think about the way that the story goes in this because oh do you remember is it is oh it's it, is yeah. it odd yes yeah. I mean I don't I don't have strong feelings or caring about Star Fox story <laughs> yeah it is uh Melagamy says the story is dark and it, it, it is Um, see, I think uh, that Nintendo has not made another F-Zero game because they know that they can't make a better game than F-Zero X or F-Zero GX. Yeah, basically. And they, I mean, they, they could remaster it. That'd I mean, be great. I mean, apparently Miyamoto thought that like F-Zero GX was bad because people didn't buy it. Yeah, he is, he is just jealous. <laughs> I mean, I, I, no, I, I don't think that. I think it's, it's, it's an amazing game. I mean, I, I I've, I've I had a theory that since Mario Kart, um, you know, we, we've got Mario Kart Eight really early in this generation. I mean, even though it was a remaster, like. You know, we've already got a really good Mario Kart on the Switch. Like, uh, I was uh, kind of hoping that, you know, the Mario Kart team would, instead of making another Mario Kart for Switch, uh, that they might. Ah! Uh, uh, dodging that hand requires some pretty specific timing. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was kind of hoping that they would, you know, hey, do an F-Zero, especially since they did, like, that F-Zero DLC. Uh, like, I kind of thought, oh, maybe they would, or, you know, kind of get a little practice in, right? 
But uh, I, I saw a rumor. Uh, I have no idea, you know, what kind of validity it could add. But I, I saw a rumor that apparently Nintendo might announce another Mario Kart soon. But who knows? Interesting. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset about another Mario Kart on on Switch, but I I'll probably be more happy about an F Zero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all they need to do is just remaster the uh, the GameCube one and maybe tweak it a little bit. Maybe add a new difficulty level for the the story mode. Yes, <laughs> that that for sure. Just just call it reasonable. Reasonable. You know, I feel like Platinum could probably make a really good. They're probably the only company that could like follow up with Sega did. Like, yeah, well, to be even to possibly be even as close to as good. I I mean they I think they wanted to with I mean to this with uh with Bayonetta two you know has a Star Fox homage in it, and. I would trust them with doing a, a, star, a full Star Fox game before I'd, I mean. Uncle Andrew. In racing games, just they just make sense. And I, I don't think that even Platinum could make a better game. Oh, Cruising Blast. Cruising Blast is that's the um Cruising cru Blast, what? Yes, isn't it an, it's a new arcade cruising game. Really? I'm pretty sure someone we talked to somebody about it. I don't recall that coming up, to be honest. <laughs> yes, it's like it's an arcade only cruising game. General Osimo says Miyamoto needs to add his gimmicks to F-Zero or, or else it won't be worth it to him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what happened with Star Fox Zero. Yeah. I mean, I thought Star I mean, Fox I, Zero I, I, was I, I, fine. I if, they, if they remastered that, whoa. Yeah, they got a $20 donation oh. from Cash Money. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that's cash exactly, but <laughs> thank you. Uh, Funny says thanks to you guys on the Carby. Over the last week, I've been playing Advance Wars Two, alternating between on the go and sixty-five inches of glorious razor-sharp pixels. Thank you so much, and keep being awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've never played Advance Wars Two. It's not. That's another one that kind of goes in a. A dark direction. No, that's that... uh, that's Advance Wars uh, Days of like Ruin, Ruin, I right. think it's called. Yeah, I think uh, it's all gritty. That's on DS. Yeah, but it's like it's like a totally like it's not even related. Like there's zero yeah. relation to the previous games. And it never came out like in Japan or any. Like, oh yeah, it, it has a different it has a different title in Europe. I, I forget what. Um, did I ever talk to you about what the the Fast and the 
Furious movies are called in Japan. Did we ever talk about that? I feel like you may have told me, and it was pretty great, right? Yeah, they, they're all they all have like amazing names. I mean, the the U.S. titles are pretty amazing too, really. I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, this like puts the shame. <laughs> like, what is it? I, I forget. You told me before, I think. Um, it's called Wild Speed. Let me find it and see if I can get it. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, I just gotta find a list of all of them. Oh, jeez. I missed donations. Uh, we had we had a four ninety nine donation from Brooks. Thanks for the late group. Every pile last week, guys. I found your archive and been enjoying the old streams. Is there a is there a PSIO EverDrive type thing for the PS one slash PS two? Well, I mean, there's the uh, you probably won't see it on the PS two because you know you can use the um, the memory card hack and use hard drives with it. It'd be so nice to see, like, like maybe a more fully featured device that doesn't necessarily require the, uh, the, uh, what you call it, you know, that, the free McBoot stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's pretty fully featured if you just use that to boot well, right in. but it's just that despite what people say, the... 480p forcing is—it's—it's it's not good. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do that, though. I know, but I—I I feel like that—that that has soured me on free McBoot. Like everyone's like, "Oh, I love forcing 480p." It's—it's—it's it's not good, though. <laughs> it's not like the—the the aspect ratio is screwed up in like 98% of games that I've tested. I literally um, spent like two or three hours trying to find one that was not screwed up. It was uh, Escape from Monkey Island. Wait, what's that? <laughs> uh, we, had a, we had a $2 donation from Tenchi uh, Ruya saying it came out in Japan, but only in Club Nintendo. About, I assume about the uh, Advance Wars. Mm. You know, speaking of that previous donation saying something about uh, you know playing with the Game Boy Advance on the Carby, that was actually what made me think, oh, I should bring my Carby to Matt's house because I was playing um, uh, I was playing Mario uh, Super Mario Land on last week's backloggery stream with it, and uh, I could see like some purple sort of colors like around certain color edges on it which i don't think was the chroma interpolation thing i think that was the uh the error that was in in previous firmware about uh i i forget what extremes called it but the you know there was a chroma shift i think he called it where like certain colors were maybe not lined up where they should be which is not something you could really see in 3d games but it was noticeable um in maybe really simple graphics like game Boy. I think there was a $5 donation. I'm not sure. You there was. It. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, was there from... another Brooks or am I? Um, no, there wasn't. Oh, okay. 
There's a uh, there's a five dollar donation from Justin C saying, "Great game. Who would win in a fight, RoboCop or the T800, and why?" Um. Well, I mean, there wasn't there was a Dark Horse comic of RoboCop versus Terminator. Was there? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's it's a, it's a fair fair matchup. I mean, yeah. I mean, what? I feel like is it the Robo good is, is it the good T eight hundred or the bad one? Well, that'd be a bad one because because RoboCop in that scenario is the good guy. Um, I don't know. I feel like it. The the Terminator. I mean, honestly, honestly, if 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 the T eight hundred just shot RoboCop in the mouth, it it'd be over. Yeah. But if he's if he's not shooting him in the mouth right away, I feel like RoboCop probably would win. I don't know. I mean, Terminators always feel pretty unstoppable, even though they do end up stopping them. Yeah. Yeah, this RoboCop is crazy cannon gun from the end of the first film. I like it. Uh. Cheese Meister has has all the uh, the Fast and Furious Japanese names. So there's there's Wild Speed, Wild Speed X2, Wild Speed X3, Tokyo Drift, Wild Speed Max, Wild Speed Mega Max, Wild Speed Euro Mission, Wild Speed Sky Mission, Wild Speed Ice Break. And I guess the next one is going to be called maybe is going to be called Wild Speed Jet Break. But this is my favorite: is that the the Hobbs and Shaw is called <laughs> it's called Super Combo, <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely the best one. Uh, I I mean, I I'm I'm still a pretty big fan of of of. Uh, the second one is called Too Fast, Too Furious, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... It's too quiet. That's probably the weakest movie, but... Something's wrong here. It's a great title. It's a trap. I mean, the reason that's the reason I picked RoboCop because I feel like he is... He's just, like, bigger. It's funny. The thing that I always think about in in RoboCop, I, I saw I saw RoboCop in the theater with my dad. I was like way too young to be seeing RoboCop in the theater, <laughs> and that's like one of the few times that I remember feeling like kind of uncomfortable, like that I was too young to be seeing this. The other time is is like in Die Hard Two, when he goes, when uh, John McClane goes into <laughs> into the uh, the police chief at the airport's office and um he like swears so much that it was like oh my god it's like there's <laughs> so much swearing that i was like it made, it made me uncomfortable at, at my young age um i, I don't I, I don't like the the inverted aiming yep, for this but i get used to it i, I mean uh, is there no is there no option to change it yeah. It's a game, almost all GameCube GameCube games are that way too. Yeah, that that is that is definitely 
one of the worst things about this generation is that at the time I was all into both vertical and horizontal inversion because even horizontal, like maybe not for shooting like this, but like for just like moving the camera around your character. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, oh, I can do a charge. Head out for the target on your radar. I mean, I used to uh, only play like inverted also, but I think that. But it then I right got on. used to it, and now it's just like it's so hard to go back. And it was, I think it was Uncharted. It's the game that made me commit to non-inverted. It kind of was for me. Uh, I mean, for me, like I played Uncharted, and I had like. Difficulty making the transition between like running around and moving the camera and then aiming and you know smoothly. And I liked it, it was good, but that like sort of sort of you know held me back from like totally loving it. And then infamous uh and infamous you could not separate like aiming uh, inversion with, uh, uh, with, with like w walking around inversion. If that makes sense. Like Uncharted let you set, like choose separately. Oh, you're right. But yeah. Infamous did not. And I was like, well, I'm going to prioritize comfortable aiming, which I wanted not inverted. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was kind of where I forced myself to get used to it. And then I replayed Uncharted, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing, actually. <laughs> and, you know, I'm okay with the inverted up and down if I need to, but it's, it's like the left and right that really kills it for me. Well, up, up and down makes sense for me still in some games, or, like, for, like, flying. Yeah, flying makes total sense, yeah. Um, Attack of the Pixels is saying that I watched Robocop films when I was really young back in the 80s and I remember being so hyped over the violence. My little brain exploded with the awesome music and explosions and yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. But it was, I think it was the thing that really stuck with me. It's like when he shoots his hand off. I remember that. Landmaster. It's a little bit much. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't control too great. <laughs> you can turn off from inverted controls for on foot stuff. Oh really? How do you, you go right into the? I don't do... I don't have options on the pause screen, so maybe I'll I'll change I'll see if I can back out between missions. I mean, I assume like I don't have to beat the game in one shot, like sixty four the original. Uh, we had a we had a five dollar donation from Colin Barons who says thoughts on ukulele. I keep telling Rextro I want to play a fun arcade game, but he never gives me. <laughs> I, I I like ukulele. Um, you know, I, I was I was saying not long ago that uh, you know I was under the impression that Hat in Time was better received than ukulele, but like I mean, you didn't even like. I thought I thought Hat in Time. I mean. I only played like 
three oh, okay. or so hours of it, but like I thought it was actually kind of bad. <laughs> like I did, I did not enjoy what I played of it. Uh, whereas ukulele, like I heard it, the performance is really bad on the Switch. Also, I mean that that could possibly contribute to it. Uh, I mean it's it's not a pretty game on Switch for sure. Um, Partly because it's got this like really over the top motion blur that really probably should have been deactivated for Switch. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like ukulele. I, I, I was thinking about it the other day. Like I like ukulele, ukulele more than banjo kazooie. Like banjo kazooie certainly has more environment, uh, but. I, I kind of like the level design of ukulele better because one of the things that, that always kind of bored me about Banjo-Kazooie, like it's, it's, it was a fun game to play one time, but then it was just never very fun to revisit. It's because like the level design is like very precise, I feel, and there aren't, a, there are some variations to your approach, but not a lot. Whereas ukulele, like it, I, I said it, uh, and what I, wrote about wrote about in uh in the end of the year video like it uh like it it, it kind of lets you approach things in a way that you feel like this is totally not how i'm supposed to be doing this but then you you uh, but you can you you can but you can do it you know and i love stuff like that uh I, I love it when games aren't afraid to have you know, controls that give you such a great degree of freedom that you can kind of invent a way to do something. Uh, we had a, a five Canadian dollar donation from Golden Retro Games. Thank you. It says, do either of you own arcade PCBs? Um, I do. I have, I have, uh, I have Karnoff, which I, I tried to beat during a stream one time. I came very close, but I wasn't able to do it. Uh, uh, the original Ninja, Ninja Turtles arcade game. Um, I have a game called Thunder Fox, which is a Taito game where you fight against an entire army with just a knife. Like, that's one of my favorite genres. It's the, the one-man army with only a knife. Yeah. And, uh, and Final Fight. I have MVS copies of Metal Slug 1, 3, and X, if that counts. But yeah, I, it's kind of different. Fun. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a two dollar donation from uh, Potbelly Punch. Thank you. Says, uh, I think Star Fox is a concept is just limited. Mm, no, I just I I think if they just made a awesome straightforward rail shooter that they get that, that they have a lot of fun with it. It doesn't even need to have the. Uh, free roaming parts yeah i mean i mean you think of like uh sin and punishment star successor i mean that's just pure on rails goodness you know and it's, and it's amazing yeah it's it's, amazing. it's it's you know basically tied with mario galaxy for the best game on the Wii, and not enough people know that <laughs> yeah and if anybody in this this chat does not have it. It's like a, it's like a what, ten or twelve dollar game. Yeah, it's it's really cheap. And it's it is one of it's 
This is one of the best action games ever made. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, we got, we got a $7.77 donation from uh, Seven Kurgan. Wow, thank you. With the uh, living up to his namesake, I guess. <laughs> he always uh, does. <laughs> uh, he says, try, I wanted to say at least in Xenosaga Episode 3 and Free McBoot, it runs decent in 480p. Right, except for that, except for that uh, damn PS2 filter flicker. Yeah, I, I think I did discover that that game worked well, and I, I think that is also why I was looking for more games, uh, because that's that's a game that looks beautiful, like at a distance, but it's not. It, it's a game that I always avoid. Um, it's a game I always avoid using for comparisons because. If you zoom in and look really close, that 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 flicker filter does not is is not great. Um, <laughs> that's actually a game that is very commonly uh, uh, gets asked. It's just, it's showed pretty early in the PS2 RGB episode. That's a very common uh, what what game. Like, it's a shot of Xi'an running on a beach. Like, it's a pretty impressive shot. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's like, you know, it, it looks like the background looks really impressive, even though you, like, can't go to the background. It's just, you know, an image, but it, it it's a, it's a well-composed scene, I guess. Uh, we had a four ninety nine donation from Speedy, who says, do you think we'll get horizontal interpolation on the analog mini or analog nt mini noir no uh, i it, mean i I, I, I would i would bet money on no i mean i think if it's it's going to come to the other versions if it's on there which is good it'd be cool if it happened i mean i feel like it was able to happen on the abs i feel like it, I was able to add it to the ABS like years after the fact. Yeah, but if if it is, then I think it'll also work on the existing one because I don't think they're changing the hardware in any meaningful way, other than improved NES cartridge slot. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, mean I, I I think people are saying themselves up for disappointment. I do not think it's going. Oh uh, yeah, two dollar donation from Fried Zombie Four. It says, uh, "How are USB load times for free McBoot? I use ESR. Um, I'm we I've never tried ESR. I'm not even sure what it is. Um, I and for for hard drive connections, I've just used the uh, like a I used like an IDE to SATA converter. Oh, it is, okay, it's a disk loader. Okay, interesting. I mean, I never, ever tried it. You must be able to get inside using the elevators. Um, another uh, game that works... Red Wolf PSR is better. Uh, another game that works correctly with... Uh, that works correctly with uh, the Force 480p with Free McBoot is well, it, 
doesn't work correctly, but the aspect ratio is correct, is uh, percent of four. You must be able to get inside using the elevator. And uh, except the thing is, when it looks fine when there is enough uh, stuff on screen to, to slow the, the system down. <laughs> but if if there's like if you then go to an area where there where like the system has resources free, then it runs at double speed. It's almost like using 240p on uh, on 3DO games. For oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Blasted bugs die already. Die already <laughs> does not sound like something Fox McCloud would say. I feel. Yeah. We got a $5 donation from uh, Fonzie Theorem. It says, guys, am I missing out on much if I just go with yes rather than drop 500 on the NT Mini? And uh, no, no, yeah, I don't I don't think that you are. No, that, uh, I, the AVS is... Some people would even say that, you know, that the uh, the AVS is the better choice. I mean, even though it's only 720p, you know, scan lines will look really good at 720p. Uh, some people like the design because it, it looks more like a... Like it, it goes well with like the original NES design. Yeah, so it's, I feel like a lot of people like really complain about the uh, AVS design, and and I honestly don't get it. Like I think it's really cool. I I mean, I prefer the the aesthetic direction that Analog took with the Super NT and Mega SG over the NT personally, because like it, it's, it's kind of pretentious, you know, it, uh, the, the NT mini is like it, it feels like a shame to be a video game system. Like it feels like it has to be something better than a video game system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, you know, the, the others, like it's, you know, the, the mega SG and super NT is like, Hey, it's a video game system. Like, let's just make it look like a video game system. It's a really cool-looking video game system. You know, it's very attractively designed, but it's not like, I don't know. The, the, the metal thing, like, it looks cool, but I don't know. It doesn't do that much for me. I, I, yeah. would, I would have rather seen, seen an NT Mini that, you know, was priced like the others. Uh, we got a $5 donation from Ben Brody. I use my original NES and composite on my CRT. Everybody in the chat must think I'm some sort of heathen with their fancy HDMI solution. Well, you know, uh, I, I've I've been making a lot more use of composite and S video lately, especially with like the first episode of Analog Frontiers. Mm -hmm. And we're we're going to um, uh, we're we're talking about doing a mini episode before Ideally for next weekend. We're going to next, we're going to try to get a mini episode done for next weekend. We want to do one about like some of the transcoders that have come up lately, like the Koryu and uh, Mike cheese, like RGB to component and vice versa uh, encoders and the retro, and the retro even though it's not an, uh, a transcoder, like it is, it is a is a related product in the sense that you know someone might be choosing between a core U or 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 a retro tank. 
Um, so we'll 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 look we'll look at all those. Um, so anyway, um, you know, I something that you know I'm probably probably going is probably going to come up in that episode is like I I've, I feel like I've kind of gained into composite lately. Like I wouldn't use it for like my main stuff, but uh, I. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy, you know, the, the fact that I can, I can, I can use it to, uh, I can use it to, uh, you know, make something that fits the look of the times, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hard for me to figure out a setup here to be able to use it that often. But, I mean, you never know. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, everything has its place like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, showing composite on a CRT, you know, it has a certain realness to it, I guess. You know, it's, it, 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 when it, when it looks, when you look at it on a CRT, it just, it looks just like you remember the game in your mind. Oh no! Whoa! Whoa! Uh. Um, my my Roger Tink 2X Pro just showed up, and it's pretty cool looking. I I love the like the case on it yeah it's it's like the it's like like the the carby case right right i think it's made by the same uh, company like the, the actual out of casing right it's got a got a frosted look to it yeah like it's just it's a really high quality feeling shell does not have a life bar. I sent you a <laughs> so as soon as my landmaster blows up, Peppy sends just sends another. <laughs> oh, did I? I, I? I watched some of the uh, the over the top podcast uh, with with Bithead. I watched the first, like I had a I went to a fundraiser for my daughter's school last night, so I got. I'm really late, but I got to see some of the uh, the podcasts that that uh, what is it, Overthink Gaming and Bloated uh, Gaming, I think, did with uh, the Bithead. It's like an hour and a half long, or and they realized that he they uh, they gave me a shout out. That's crazy. I'll have to have to watch it. I mean, I started watching it last night. This is, I, I'm like such a lightweight now that like I drank four beers last night and I was, it's like I was not feeling too hot today. It's stupid. <laughs> like what, what, what happened? Like four, like four beers and like literally like over the course of like four hours. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is, but it's just because I barely drink anymore. 
Hey. Um, we got a two dollar donation from a from a Tenchi Ruya. Thank you. It says you can't see the life bar because Slippy died. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I wasn't Star Fox sixty four like that too. You know, analyze an enemy shield or whatever. You know. Right. Yeah. That's cool. It gives them a little bit more. Uh, gives them more of like a like a presence, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Sutton says, welcome to the old core. And it's true. I mean, what can I say? It's just, it got to the point where if I was like feeling like I was going to be, I don't, I don't mind going to things and having like a couple of beers and, you know, like every once in a while, but it's just, it's just sometimes it's just not even not worth it. Like I'm not going to just like hang out at home and, and drink. Cause it's just it's just not worth it. Like basically ruins my entire next day. I mean, I like I can't help it. It's just the way that my life has has happened. But they they are absolutely working numbers. Why'd you run to such a vile place? This colony is supposed to be a hideout for and all downslide sorts of since criminals. probably since uh, since my son was born. Territory. It was fine with one kid, but hey, two is. <laughs> this is the Star Fox team. We're here for a hog named Pigma. Don't we know. don't want trouble. We don't know about no Pigma yeah. or any other fool. JJJ John might they might be might be right. Come on, you lazy scum! Let's skin this fox and his whole crew. Get more guys up here. Come on. Hey, I got a message from my dad. It's about the core memory that Pigma nabbed. He says it might contain the location of the Aberroid homeworld. We've got to get him back. Back to the says, you ever see that? Uh, says, you ever see that old bedhead video where he gives you tips on yard yard sale shopping? Yard sale shopping. He cuts a hole in the bottom of his car, attaches a tube and funnel, and pees down it from the driver's seat. I did not see that one. Fox. Uh, he just he's made so many videos that I there's definitely a lot that I have not seen. It is interesting though, if you like watching his videos now and you go back to like his first several videos, he's just like he's like so positive and like all like you know bright eyed and, and smiling about everything and excited. I mean, he still gets excited, but it's a, it's a different kind of passion now. <clears throat> Two foot levels in a row, huh? This is I know, I know. I That's kind of surprising, really. How are things on your end, Slippy? I made it too. That's what I meant. Let's get this it's up like oh, started. it would be it would be one thing if it alternated back and forth. Yeah. Those things look like the uh, the ships from the blockade runner from Star Wars. Oh yeah, I'm going to uh, I'll back out and see if I can change the controls to be non-inverted.
five dollars Canadian from uh, retro, Golden Retro. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Is there a device that you can connect via RGB to a PVM to control height and width of the image? I don't think uh, you some, can change it, actually. Some arcade PCBs display too high or too wide on my display. Um, oh, you gotta press Y. Hmm? Wait, what? It says press Y. Um, I mean, I did say controller details, but there doesn't seem to be... There doesn't seem to be anything you... Oh, wait, how did how did that come up? Oh, you have to A. Oh. Uh, I'm going to read that again. We had, a, we had a $5 Canadian donation from a Golden Retro Games. It says, is there, is, a, is there a device that you can connect via RGB to a PVM to control height and width of the image? Uh, some arcade PCBs display too high or wide on my display. Uh, I mean, not that I know of. It would have to... You would, it would have to go through some sort of frame buff frame buffer to be able to do that wouldn't it to do for well what we're we talking about ossc with pcb no no just just like a a device you can connect via rgb to a pvm to control height and width of the image well you know what um i don't i don't know what it is but when i was hanging out with matt and steve uh they were talking about some extron box that can like you can like change the vertical and horizontal like on the fly oh okay next one rgb interface i mean maybe that's the thing i have in there i have like a 108 like almost i, th I want to think they said it was even with like a dial which sounds awesome curse you pigma down oh i'm felt Yeah, I wonder if that's the thing I have because I used to run a run my Dreamcast through it. Whoa, Assault was originally supposed to just be a multiplayer game. It's kind of crazy. Hmm. That's probably why there's a lot of on foot levels. Of course, now I got kind of you. I'll probably like struggle for a while because I got used. Yeah, to you it. forget like your brain had already kind of switched over. Yeah. But I, hopefully by by the time I actually finished this mission, my brain will have switched back to what I'm actually used to. I, I That's so can you you can invert left and right too. Well, I mean, left, right. left and right was always was always not inverted. Oh, okay. Because it's, so it's aiming. I don't think anything. I don't think for aiming anything has ever really. Are you using that GameCube controller that you would put like a regular GameCube? I I, I reversed that. Ah, I, I feel like this game would be the the main reason to use it. Eh, it didn't. It the it didn't work that great. Um, because like the, the even though they look the same, like. The openings are a little different and it kind of grinded against it. Like I, I, I tried to use like some sandpaper or something to see if I could, you know, kind of widen it a bit, but it just, I don't know. Once I actually did it, it, it felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a uh, $5 donation from, uh, from Kodo Kun. It says playing Star Fox 64 during the stream. I used to host 
assault tournaments to my house often. Oh. Star Fox fan till death. Well, that's, I mean, that's, uh, you're in it for the long haul. I mean, that's, that's impressive. I never even knew that a Star Fox assault, like a, like a multiplayer versus scene for it. Or maybe, maybe you were the entire scene. <laughs> Very sudden zoom. <laughs> I wonder what. How if these uh, these on foot levels are they really easy to speed run? If they're easy to speed run, yeah, like once you really know how to do it, if it's easy to just blow through them. Well, I mean, it feels like there's a lot of destruction. There's a lot of AI on the enemies, so I kind of suspect they're like, uh, I don't know, like maybe not not as predictable as like a normal single player game. Right. Because I can now, now that someone says, like, it was originally supposed to be a multiplayer game, like, I kind of understand, like, what the, I, I, I can, that kind of helps me understand what the game was going for, I guess. And yeah. why the on-foot stuff is such a focus. Uh, <laughs> Paul Sutton says he's very disappointed with Foxtail physics in this game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> especially with Ryan Ford, it's like all over the place. Look at that. <laughs> um, I'm still disappointed that like first shading was like, you know, this big, huge deal in, um, in, uh, Star Fox Adventures and like to this day, it's like, why when I see a dog and like, you know, a random triple a game on you know ps4 or whatever why 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 do they still have like the crappiest like geometry that's like attempting to be their fur like it like i don't i don't understand why a 60 frames per second game on the gamecube did that with no problem and you know like the mario galaxy games and stuff like They uh, they have that, you know, with like the bees and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like Nintendo has continued to do it from time to time, but you just don't. I feel like it's something you don't see a lot. I feel. I think I played something not too long ago that was actually kind of impressive looking for what was it? Uh, maybe Hellblade. Like, was there something in Hellblade that kind of had a good fur shading thing? I don't quite remember what it was. Uh, someone, uh, Miles Kirsch was asking if, if any, if there's any confirmed expo panels this year. Um, we are originally just about to go to uh, the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. 
but we actually canceled before like we had bought our tickets or anything due to increasing concerns of uh, travel illness. I mean, the... I, I I was not <laughs> so much worried about illness as I was like, you know, what what if we can't like get a ticket reimbursed? Like, right. not knowing how the situation might evolve over the coming weeks. I mean, what if there's like some sort of travel restriction and you know we can't do anything about our ticket? You know, I mean, I I mean, who right. who knows what's going to happen? I, well, I mean, we would be we would have been reimbursed for the ticket, but I mean, I'd rather I'd rather n that not happen and not have to like feel bad that I guess that we I mean, if, if we would get reimbursed, I don't know. I mean, we I mean, considering GDC was delayed, like I mean, right? We don't even. I just know. I just thought it was, and you know, like my that could be delayed too. I, yeah, she was like. I was like, I don't know. It's just like, it seems like you have, you can say you're not going to go. I just think it'd be safer because if you're going to go anywhere, like we'd be going to one of the places, probably be like the, one of the worst places to go if there's issues with that. Either way, we, I mean, we were going to go, but canceled it. So there's no other things. But I'm sure that I'm sure we'll be going to something. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had a $5 donation from uh, JJJ John, who says, uh, Will HD Retrovision's Dreamcast component cables be better than VGA quality? And also, do you like OSC or RetroTink slash RetroTink Pro better for general use? Um, What's a failure? I, I, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, I think that the HD Retrovision's component cables will be the exact same as VGA quality. That, that's uh, the impression that I'm under. And also, and we both use the OSSC for general use. Uh, we've been using the OSSC for general use for probably two years now. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, we got we got 60 MX Mexican uh, pesos, maybe. Thank you. Yeah, yep. From uh, Carlos Ton... I'm, I'm going to mess it up. I apologize. From Carlos Tonetu Tovar Zuniga. Thank says, you. Best regards from the land... Best regards from the land of the god Artemio Arena. <laughs> your videos, please review on uh, detail the GBS 8200 with custom firmware. It's amazing. That, that would amazing. be like a good mini episode or something i i definitely yeah. would like to try that sometime i don't know much about like do you need like special tools to i i have no on, idea though? i mean i have not paid attention to it in a while there i mean since i gave it to you essentially right yeah i mean i, I don't know the details of of the custom firmware but it's definitely interesting for being a you know such an affordable device Uh, Fonzie Theorem is asking if the HD RetroVision cables introduce any kind of lag, and they do not. Uh, it's essentially just like a pass-through of the signal. So any any lag that you would have would be based on what your display right. deals with. 
Um, JJJ John is saying, I thought VGA was better than component. I mean, they should be, I mean, it shouldn't be a really difference at all. VGA is- I mean, it should be equivalent, able to be just as sharp. Right. I can't see a reason it, it wouldn't be. I mean, it's just a different, it's just a different standard. Right. But I guess if it is if it is truly equivalent, I mean that'll that'll confirm that they are capable of being just as good. Right. As Vanessa is saying, the Framemeister is great for its time. Great products are now coming out, and it's all part, all in part for products because because of the. And it's in part for products like the Framemeister, so we all benefit. And I mean, that's very true. I mean, the the, the Framemeister is still great for basically if you have it. You know, like that's it's amazing. I mean, something it's, Bob always says on the podcasts is, you know, there, there, there's really no reason if you're like on a limited budget, if you're happy with the Framemeister, there's no reason yeah. to switch over to the OSC. I mean, I, you know, it's something that Bob always says on on his podcasts is, you know, just because a new device came out or a new version doesn't like suddenly make the one you have bad. Like a lot of people like get really upset with like, you know, there are new versions of, of, you know, the Everdrives and stuff. And it's like, it's not like your Everdrive is suddenly bad. Right. And I mean, a lot of the stuff is happening. A lot of the stuff that's coming out, like, you know, it's, it's happening because the Framemeister existed yeah i i think i i think that's very true like it i you know it, it kind of came up uh, in rachel's in rachel's interview on the um uh in analog frontiers uh that you know like she's she feels like the reason there were demand for there was demand for her cables when she started selling it was just you know uh the fact that there was a good scaler that people could buy that was just you know kind of a lot more accessible and there was i guess more awareness of that scaler and people were were getting interested and in, and in doing scart and stuff and you know i think a lot of the scene you know including us just yeah. grew out of the frame meister i mean but i mean for people that are looking for rock solid compatibility you know it's still a great mm -hmm. still basically like the best and it's the best it's the best de-interlacing option yes i mean and I, I i know that you and i differ on our opinions on that and i i prefer to use the frame meister for for adi stuff and i know that you you don't you like the bob interlace and i i, I don't mind i, I don't bob. i don't necessarily like like it per se but you, you, you don't mind it. And I don't, I don't mind it in terms of... I, I think it gets across what interlacing looks like better in video form. But when I'm just, like, making a video on a lot of stuff that just happens to be interlaced, I, I use the Frame Meister for sure. Should I, like, be flying or something? Like, I, I don't really know what the objective is here. Oh, we, we got a... I missed it. We got a, we got a, we got a $25 donation. Thank you. Jeez, thank you. From uh, from Super Guy eighty eight. Oh, thank just, you. Just bring him by to show my support. The peace sign. Thank you. 
<laughs> Try tolerates Bob being really saying, you know, it's. We we should make a. I feel like we need to make a character. Whose name is Bob Dinerlacing? <laughs> you know, it's, it's our it's our old friend. You know, you know Bob Dinerlacing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen him since high school. <laughs> Bob can play him, and he'll. I don't know. He'll have okay, like really long hair. His name is Bob. It seems like. The, that meter goes down if I help outside. Fifty seven Rise says, I remember wanting to like this game so bad. Use your bombs wisely. Attack of the Pixel says, Bob the Interlacing would be a friendly drunk who comes comes to your house and makes your crappy 480i games look slightly less crappy. <laughs> and then you want him to leave right away, but it's like, no, he sticks around for a while. How, how do I get back inside? <laughs> oh, wait, there's, there's a ship out there. Should I go rev it? Oh my god, we're Classic Gaming Quarterly's in the chat. Oh, so, uh, the interlacing sounds like a guy who, who got into trouble with drugs and alcohol after high school. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was talking to, uh, CGQ about my, my Sega Game Counselor pen pals the other night. Oh, yeah. Apparently he hadn't, he hadn't heard about it before. I showed him the, the drawing of America's number one crime fight. <laughs> did, um... <laughs> did, we had a, uh, we had a, oh. What? We, we, had a, we had a $2 donation from uh, Jonathan G. Saying, you guys should do something with Retronauts again. Uh, to be just like on a normal episode of Retronauts is, is a major goal for me. <laughs> I, I I was able to be on a, on the panel at a at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo, and I I was like excited about it, but like right before it started, I got super nervous out of nowhere, and I feel like I <laughs> I didn't do very good during it. Uh, but just to be like on a normal episode, even just like talking about some games, like I would I would love to do something like that. This is definitely a like a bucket list thing for me because I, I i've i said it all the time i don't know if i've said it during the stream but i mean i when i lived in new york i listened to retronauts like every episode for years straight during my commute Enemy ship down. <laughs> um but it would be fun just to talk about a, you know, just like a, like a series of games or something like that, and you know, play a bunch of them before. Absolutely. Be able to talk about it. But yeah, during like before that panel, I got I got real nervous. <laughs> uh, what's really funny though is like. 
one of my local friends here. Doesn't like I mean he knows that I do like some YouTube stuff doesn't really know too much and he's like <laughs> he's like you know I listen to the retro knots it's like he like listens to like three podcasts mm -hmm. and he's like I was listening to retro knots and you you were on it <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was kind of amazed by it he was I think not expecting it to happen <laughs> I mean well he wasn't expecting it to happen obviously but it was kind of a weird thing where uh certain aspects and people I know in my life like it crosses over uh, let's see uh, ABO Hiccups is saying what GC video device are you using is it firmware upgradable through Swiss uh, he's using the Carby and which is now firmware upgradable if you up you have to use a JTAG to update to 3.0 but once it is 3.0 if there if there are any future updates uh, you you can update it through your your SD card. Yeah. So it, once it's updated going forward, you everyone will be able to update it on it. Well, I mean, I wasn't like on like a real episode of Retro Knots. It was it was a panel from the Long Island uh, Retro Gaming Expo that I was on. It was me, Jeremy Parrish, and Frank. And like those guys are <laughs> are way smarter about stuff than than me. And I, I are used to like talking to like a large group of people. And I I was I mean like I'm I'm fine I'm fine especially like when it's Try and I doing panels. But just like right before the panel started, I was like got really really nervous. And it, it probably comes across on there. Uh, what's really funny is that you know Bob Mackey is on. Retro nods, and I've been meaning to send it to him for a long time. But very close to the place that I just moved, there is a a like a bar, like a like a like a haunted like a bar that's only open on weekends. It's like this kind of like rundown shack place, but it's also haunted, and it's called it's called Bobby Mackey's, <laughs> uh, which is I've, I've keep on meaning to send a tweet to him for like a photo of it. But it's like it's only open on on weekends and it's like it has this huge this a huge parking lot it just gets packed apparently they have like a mechanical bowl in there and uh i guess it's i guess it's there's like a it's, it's haunted and it has a it has a ghost tour Um, uh, what kind of topic or episode of Retro Announcement would you be on? I don't. I don't even know. Uh, it's. It's honestly, it's been a little while since I've. I've listened now because since I have a commute, I don't listen as much. I only time I really listen to podcasts now is when I'm making a long drive or something like that. So I don't know. I, I, I remember saying like it'd be cool to do a fantasy star, but I think that they redid it. They did another fantasy star episode like not too long ago. Um, <laughs> do I believe in ghosts? I mean, I do. I mean, I've never 
never seen it. I think who was I? I was talking to somebody recently that I think that I believe in a lot of this stuff because I my brother had all those those time life books like alien stories and all his other stuff. He had like a full collection of those. And I think that that's what got me thinking about a lot of the stuff. But I do I do believe in it. Is this uh, the first game with Panther in it? Yeah, I think so. I think he was the only game command. with Panther in it. I think, he's <laughs> a, I think he's in command. I mean, I definitely recognize that character. But there is one thing. I'm owed an apology. And I will have it. Uh, Avio Hiccups was wondering, uh, do you have... Have the, you have the mono price 8 to 1 HDMI switcher. I do. Right? But the constantly blinking. Yeah, I, I always place it out of my line of view. <laughs> uh, does Dreamcast with the Akuro slash Gecko HDMI box work, work with the M Classic connected to an HDMI output of mono price HDMI switcher without screen flickering? I have no idea. That's probably not even a setup that you've tried before. Wait, you don't even have wait, to. Wait, say, say, say again, I was paying attention to the game. Uh, he's saying, does the Dreamcast with the Akura or Gecko HDMI box work with M Classic connected to the HDMI output of Mono HD, Mono Price uh, HDMI without screen? That's I mean, like I'm a, sure it would work, but I just, I, is that's not a, that is not a video chain that interests me personally. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you like gosh. really don't like. TV. I don't know how to get out of here. Yeah, I don't. The M Classic. Well, I haven't used the M Classic, but the M Cable Classic Edition really annoyed me just because it was it was it was a pain to integrate into my setup, uh, like to capture it at all because I couldn't get to work like through a switcher even. So like I I could only capture it with a direct connection, so I had to like. I had to capture it like playing the game through the capture window. And it was obnoxious. Uh, Marquez Johnson says the time life secrets of the unknown. Is that the books? There's there's the there's a whole series. I'm pretty sure that he had all of them. It was all black, and he had a little square picture in the in the middle. There's one I, one part of those books that I specifically remember about, uh, like lucid dreaming and being able to leave your body when you sleep. What do you think I am? <laughs> I, I I kind of had like maybe almost a lucid dream not that long ago, but like. I feel like I, I felt like I was in control for like, like just a few seconds before it was just gone. <laughs> so I've been having this issue. I mean, probably for a couple of years now. Um, I don't know why it's happening, but things I've read say like, oh, I might have to do with like 
like your breathing or something. Uh, but if I, if I, when I go to sleep and I'm laying on my back, I will always have a nightmare. That's crazy. I, I think you wake up. And I will wake up and I roll on my side and I'll fall back asleep. But I mean, it happens all the time. It's always like really messed up stuff. It's like, not yeah. like, it's not like, um, it's not, it's not even things like I would, I would think about uh-huh. in my, in my day to day life. It's like really just like weird things. I, so the one I had on, on Thursday night is I was like changing a light bulb and it broke and all the glass from the light bulb felt like dropped down in my mouth. <laughs> oh gosh. Like I, isn't that, is that it's horrifying, right? Uh, I, I, I can't, I cannot fall asleep on my back. I might sometimes wake up on my back, but I, I cannot, I, I never fall asleep on my back. Like I just, I can't do it. Like I kind of wish that I could, because I mean, it's not like I'm uncomfortable laying on my back. I, but. I, I don't know why, like, I just have to be on my side or stomach to fall asleep. I don't know, it's, it's weird. I mean, everyone's saying it's like CPAP, sleep apnea, and then you know, I, might, I might need a, a CPAP. I mean, I mean, wouldn't your wife know? Like, isn't, isn't, isn't there like, isn't it like obvious? Yeah, but it's not a problem if I'm not sleeping on my back. I mean, I've always heard that, like, aside from sleep apnea, sleeping on your back is, like, the best position to be sleeping in. But if you, you know, like, it's, that's the most likely way to trigger sleep apnea. I do want (laughs) to scroll back up and say the the Serdan357 says, I'm having a lucid dream right now. This game is actually. (laughs) good in it <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's there's one time where i was like looked out my window and yeah like the big building across the the uh the river in cincinnati like tipped over and fell over it's wow. like it's just like really random stuff that i would never think about in, like in any other like aspect of my life and it, and it just happens over and over again like it's just I, it's only when I fall asleep on my back and it's always right away and then I'll wake up and I'll move and like sometimes it's like it messes with me enough that I'll just like be awake for a little bit and I'll like look out like on my phone to like just get my mind off of it for a little bit but for the most part, I mean, it's and it's gone the next time I fall. It never it doesn't happen again. I, I have a, a problem with like. And Bagger Schmidt says is right. Says I don't I don't even have dreams otherwise unless I'm on my back and it's a nightmare. And I I don't dream very often. I I I go through phases, but in general, I tend to have relatively vivid dreams, like. Uh, like just just dreams that just have like you know like almost like a storyline. We had a dollar ninety nine from Paul Sutton saying that the chat says to use charge shots on mole. 
I mean, it definitely locks on, but I mean, it's it's hard to hard to really get it. Oh, I guess I can see that that did do a pretty good chunk of damage. I mean, I did notice on normal enemies that uh, that, that that charge shots. I feel like they do more bonus damage than they do in like Star Fox 64. See, my charge shot missed him there. See, this is creepy. Attack of the Pixel says, back in the old days, before we had the science we have now, sleep apnea was re represented in art as a demon on your chest when you sleep. I thought that was what uh, night terrors were. What, what? I thought that was night terrors. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe both. Don't mess with me, Fox. There was, uh... All my friends in high school had had night terrors, and when uh, when uh, when we were in Germany, I, I was not in the same room as him most uh, most days. But uh, there was one day I was in in the same room as him, and he yeah he, he had night terrors. He was just going. And then, you know, one of our other friends asked, like, hey, are you okay? He's like, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, Rick Katie is, thing, is asking, uh, not sure if this is answered before, but will you guys cover the new retro tank stuff, including the 2X Pro, 2X Scart, and the RGB and comp converters? Uh, we're going we're gonna to record a mini on that stuff this week. Yeah, we, we don't out. have the 2X Scart, though, but, I mean, I would... I would expect Look, it to be, you know, equivalent to the I other version, just with less inputs. I believe the calm record will point you toward the China. You uh, play it. Super Metroid, Let's a link go. to the past Remember randomizer. Star Wolf will take you down that could be interesting. You have to, you can just like generate it like a ROM from it. You like upload a ROM to it and it spits out a random one. Uh, yeah, or or it generates a patch. I think that you apply to your ROM. Oh, uh, okay. Slippy, do you think the targeting system's a bit off? Are you doubting my skills as a mechanic? Really? I was talking to an old friend yesterday, and uh, I was playing Final Fantasy XIV yesterday, and talking to a friend who was telling me about a Final Fantasy VI randomizer he was in the middle of playing. Or like you start off like with one random character and you have access to the airship from the beginning and from the airship you can choose to go World of Ruin or we have uh, World of Balance. Here. And like any like point in the game that has like where you would get a character or get an Esper or something important like you will get a character or an Esper but you, you don't know what it might be. Or you might fight like a, a different enemy at a different point or something like that. So he started off with, with Mog. <laughs> and you start at like level five, I think he said. And like the enemies like actually scale with you. So you could do the events in any order, basically. Hmm. Well, that'd be cool. Uh, maybe that's, I'll do that sometime. I've actually been randomly in the mood for. I kind of feel like I want to do like a replay of Final Fantasy Four. Replay of what? I, I I feel like doing a replay of Final Fantasy Four for some reason. 
I mean, it's not 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 that long of a game, really. Like once yeah. you once you know what you're doing. Last time I played it was when I played the PSP version, like right after I got my second PSP. Like the style that they went with for those like Final Fantasy one, two, and four remakes is, is so good. Like I would love to see them recycle that and do five and six that way. Yeah, and three. It's surprising they never never did that. Yeah, much. I know, but then they did that awful style for mobile, you know. Yeah. Don't go overboard, Fox. It's under control. Then get going and do it. We're just spinning our wheels here. You can transition between both games via several areas like the Is it like one giant ROM then? Got a shield generator being shown on your radar. There are three of them in all. It's up to you, Fox. That's cool. <laughs> Is it playable on a SD Des NES? Or I'm sorry, the FX Pack Pro. <laughs> Is it Pro? It's not just FX Pack? It nope, it's FX Pack Pro. The shield generator should look like tall towers. Use your radar to find the shield generator. Interesting. That'd be cool. See, and this is, you know, this is just a Landmaster. Landmaster oh. is not fun. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, walking on foot is more fun, but I feel more protected being in this, so I guess I'm in it. Yeah. What are the, the enemies called again? What enemies? Like, the name of the bugs. What are they called again? I forgot what the names are. I mean, they're talking about something called Apatoids. Aperoids. Yeah, Aperoids. Is that what they are? Like, I, I've lost I've lost track of the plot. Like, who, what, what are Aperoids and why are we concerned about them? Yeah, well, they... They're kind of like the Borg and Star Trek. They take over everything. Uh, Josh, Joshua Helmicky, uh, they have a $5 donation. Thank you. It says, uh, Mark, if you play FF4, be sure to install the Naming Way patch via your UFO cart. What, uh, what is that? What is that? Do I, I remember hearing about that, but I don't remember what it did. What does, uh, what does that let you do? <laughs> for the love of the game saying that tank noise is giving me a headache. I I hear like some sort of pew 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 sound, but I don't know if it's the tank or I have no idea where these generators are. Oh there's one. It looks like I'm swimming in the deep sea. Yeah, doesn't it? Oh, with your lighting? Yeah. Hey, wait, there we go. It's kind of losing a little bit because I'm in my uh, monitor screen. That's it. That's the power It's fun to be able to screw around with that. I 
I should replay Star Fox Zero sometime though. I mean, it was yeah, I was, was thinking about it. It was fine. Like, I mean, the I mean, people a lot of people are just motion controls automatically equal bad. Um, right. But the motion controls were fine. The only thing I didn't like about it was there were some vehicles. I think it was like the um, there was like a there was like a some sort of copter thing. It was just, it was really slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that too. I just remember, I just remember it was like really slow. Like or something like that, right? Yeah, it was something like that. It just was, it was just, it was slow and not very fun, but like, outside of that, like, I remember the game being fine, but I just like, I played it. I remember I was, I think I had an event that I had to shoot at my old job. And uh, I, I remember getting home at like nine and just like beating the game, <laughs> which I expected, you know, I don't expect Star Fox to be long. I did see this as more like a, like a five hour game. So it's not like I'm beating it tonight. You're going to continue it on the, um, I, I, I might if we need to switch to something else like if we I'm not sure what we might play tomorrow maybe maybe a metal slug game uh -huh. depends on uh, drums hands but uh, you know I, I might try and finish this if, if, if I have time for something else I, I didn't want like there, there were several other games I thought about playing tonight but like what was it? There was something that I was thinking about playing that I looked up how long it was and it was like more like 10 hours or so. Oh yeah, I was thinking about playing uh, Mega Man ZX on the collection. Um, but like, it was like it was looking like it was more like a 10 or 12 hour game, which is it's not like super long but like longer of a game than I feel like starting right now. Cause like kind of the thing I'm into right now is uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I'm trying to trying to finish Stormblood, uh, which I would like I would like to finish that before uh, Final Fantasy VII comes. out. I'd like to finish it before Resident Evil Three comes out, but I don't. Or actually, I really I'd like to finish it before Animal Crossing. That'd be the ideal. But you know, obviously, I'll also be working on Analog Frontiers Part. Two, right, and like I would love to be done with that before Final Fantasy VII comes out because I really kind of just want to binge that. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, uh, we might feel a little less pressure to like. Oh, I'm on foot now. Maybe we'll feel a little less pressure to rush that out. Uh, you know, because we'll 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 be working on other episodes and stuff, so we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, we still. I mean, the the fact is, is that we just want we really just want to have the whole thing released and done with. Yes, but it's nice that the first one is out. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. I just need to we need to do this mini. I I, I should have already had like a 
be almost finished with an episode by now, but I hate this. Oh man, did did all of the shield generators come back? Like it like respawns you instantly. It, it feels like. Yeah, I guess so. They all came back. You know, I was, uh, I ended up, I, I, I'd be curious if anyone in the chat has come, come across this problem. I, I record like a whole bunch of GameCube stuff, uh, yesterday. You know, those shots that we do in controller episodes where we actually show like the game in the corner and then we've got like our hands actually using the controller mm -hmm. and the way those are synced up is by, we, we use a program pluralize that um, that uh, uses audio on two clips to sync them up and so you know we we have a microphone on the camera that hears you know the audio over our sound system or whatever and uh, you know and then you need audio in the game recording well audio was not in my game recording for all the stuff that I was shot of GameCube yesterday and I remembered what the reason was and sometimes when I activate if if I activate 480p uh, I won't have sound through the OSSC and you know maybe it's my capture card that's having an issue but when I change resolutions, normally it's fine. It's just something about, like, so then I have to, like, change the resolution on the OSSC and then go back to 480p, and then I'll have audio. Uh, and I just, I totally forgot about that. And you record all stuff with that. I record, audio. like, you know, I was, like, I was doing this for, like, probably, like, two hours yesterday, and there's no audio on any of it. Yeah, like, I could that. hear the audio over my sound system, you know, because the G comp is plugged directly into it. But uh, I see someone saying, "Where's the analog back episode?" I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we're gonna. Yeah, I mean I... that's that's another mini that we could like do pretty soon i guess but i i just kind of i mean i have not messed with that as much as you have i, I and i haven't even used the released version yet right but i mean even still i think that we could probably do both of those fairly quick and i it's only because like since my move and everything i've wanted to get everything been running and even when it, <laughs> It always feels like when I'm ready to like kind of commit and get into something, then it's like, oh, well, I should do this. <laughs> so, I mean, <coughs> but I, I'm pretty sure that everything is exactly the way it needs to be as of now. I'm, I'm pretty, feeling pretty good about there, it. There is so much stuff going on right here. And yes, there's like the memory cards and, the, and he is talking, he did mention the, uh, it's the 
first party controllers follow up episode. And, uh. Where's my landmaster? Got that rocket launcher. I know, but. You can like... barrel roll in the tank, did you know that? Huh? You can barrel roll in the tank. I. I might know oh, that. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want to die right now. <laughs> Got it. Oh, we had a. We had a a $5 donation from uh, Joshua Helmicky a while ago. I apologize for missing that. Uh, said that the Final Fantasy IV naming way patch is a translation pack patch that relocalizes the script. Uh, is it is it like the PlayStation script? Or is it like a new fan translation? I mean, I have no problem with the original translation. Yeah, I don't remember having any problems with it either. It's a fan translation based more closely on the original Japanese script. Uh, there's a lot of conversation about Jimmy Hoppe's new video, uh, his new Goemon video. I think it's the PS1 game he covers. Oh, uh, I've not seen it. I I I didn't know that. I'd like to watch it. Man, this is really annoying. I have no idea how to. Like, I'm assuming I have to hit these things in the face, but it's like so hard to get to where I have a shot at. Like they keep. It seems like they keep. Seems like they, they keep turning their back to me. I'll, maybe I can shoot this thing from here. I don't know if I can actually hit it. Oh, there we go. Um, the climate control center shield has been disabled. Now we can put an end to this blizzard. What's really <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea why it's on today. Um, like I just wasn't feeling too great this morning. Uh, so I like just put on a movie and like watch for a little while. And it was like the first thing that was in my, uh, like in my, my voodoo account. And I'm like, I, I guess I'll watch that. It was, uh, <laughs> was Final Fantasy 15 King's Glaive. Oh, <laughs> have you even, had you even watched it? I, I, I've seen it before. I okay. watched it before I played the game, but I watch it now and I'm like, it's like, it's, it's like total nonsense. Like it doesn't like it, makes almost no sense at all like you have no idea what's going on i mean yeah it, it definitely like gets kind of like into it with like not a lot of context like there's not a lot of like introduction to the world but like yeah. i thought it was pretty cool like as a setup but that was before i played the game and then when i played the game i was just like, like oh, to do with anything that happened i was well the, the problem is i i you know, if you look at like the old Final Fantasy versus 13 trailers, they they intended to like have Noctis in the capital city like when it was overtaken, right? Right. And like I once I played the game and then it's just like they like read in the newspaper that the 
like the capital city was taken over and the, the king is dead and it's just like it's such a distant thing and it's yeah. like they could why were they so afraid to like not have like that stuff like they wanted to get to like the open world gameplay like as soon as possible basically and if they had the stuff in the city beforehand it probably would have made the open world stuff hit a lot harder it, it would have made so much... I mean, you would have had that Midgar... Leaving Midgar moment. And I feel like... I feel like that was such a missed opportunity. It would have just set up the world and the characters and everything just so much better if, like, your party had been involved in that stuff that happens in the capital city. It just... It would have been so much better. Yeah. Like, it's... I, I, it just... I thought the movie was kind of cool. Like, I mean, kind of the coolest thing about it, I, I think, is that there's, like... Like, there's that whole part uh, later in the movie where, like, they're fighting, like, Ultras. <laughs> yeah, it was the best part of the whole movie. In fact, the Ultras was in it. It's like a summon. It's totally random. Oh, Jason, you needed disagrees with the leaving Midgar moment. I mean, why, why, why is that? See, I, 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 I mean, you, you have to keep in mind that like both of us kind of have mixed feelings about open world games in general. Right. Uh, like, I like the idea of open world games, but I don't like sort of the, the point A to point B gameplay that, that most of them tend to go for. And I, and I love that when an open world game does not do that, or at least bucks, bucks some aspects of the, the guidance and handholding. Yeah, I mean, but I like know. I was just I don't know like I, you know the linear part of Final Fantasy 15 was not great, but it I felt like it hinted at a game that I would have rather played. You would have preferred, yeah. I mean, like if they I, had instead of like trying to perfect wow, the open world a flashy entrance gameplay, I feel like if they had just made like a really you don't like Final Fantasy 13. Like, for all the criticism it gets, I think it was a pretty hey, tightly designed linear game. Hey, it certainly has yes, its yes, flaws, yes, yes but uh, it just it feels more focused than Final Fantasy 15. Like, I don't know. I feel like the whole open world gameplay just, in a lot of ways, felt at odds with... Uh, with like the story it was trying to tell. Looks like but that's just me. That's just me, Fox. you know. Yeah. <laughs> he said I use mean, the I... plasma cannon. I think that's like the only Someone gun I have. Oh wait, maybe I do have other guns. Oh, here's plasma What is yeah, oldest game we've ever live streamed in this channel? What? The what? 
The uh, oldest game? It, it, it classics is, is is asking what the oldest game we've ever live streamed. We've we've probably we've, we've probably streamed Atari stuff on the NT Mini. Yeah. Like the oldest like actual like game that we played with like a real cartridge. Yeah, I don't know. Super Mario Brothers. I mean, we might have streamed something that released in Japan sooner. Like, I don't know, like, like, I might have played, like, Kung Fu. But I don't have a cartridge of that. That would have been on Everdrive or something. Yeah. Um. Back of the Pixels is saying, uh. Uh, I prefer linear games to open world games. For only playing one or two big open world games a year, like an Elder Scrolls or something. And see, the thing is, like, I consider Elder Scrolls, like, very... When I talk about, like, I love Elder Scrolls. Uh, and when I say, like, open world games, I'm talking more like the, you know, Rockstar, Ubisoft variety. Where it's like, I, I enjoy it, but, like, it's just not necessarily that amazing to me. Like there's, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a formula that I get tired of and I wish, I wish more developers, you know, more, more AAA developers would focus on making like really tightly designed, um, linear games, you know? Yeah. But I think part of the problem is, you know, I'd rather just. And not only that, but I, I, I prefer games that are under 10 hours, <laughs> if, if possible. I mean, I guess open world games are more compatible with the, you know, the so-called ecosystem concept. You know, they can more easily right. implement, you know, new content that, you know, slots into an open world. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd rather just have something that's like seven, eight hours if possible. And I'm okay with games that are much longer than that. I just, it's just harder for me to plan for it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, weirdly enough, like, I, I, I used to, you know, as like a teenager, I used to always like try to spread apart my RPGs. Like I didn't want to play like a lot of RPGs in a row, but like lately I feel like I'm like always in the mood for an RPG. It's just that I don't always have time for it. So I end up playing a lot of shorter games instead. But like I, f I feel like I always could go for an RPG right now in an ideal yeah. situation. Like I just, I don't know. Like I, I feel like my love of RPGs like has, has grown over the years somehow. Whereas like before it's like, ooh, I finished an RPG, like I loved it, but it's like, I need a break. Danger, danger, climate control center generator approaching critical overload. Yeah, it, I mean, it's such a, it's a commitment and I, I mean, I can't, more than one RPG like in a row. Like it's now it's like one a year. 
Yeah, but not even really. Got it. I have no idea why I'm supposed to be going. Whoa. That's a lot of stuff. not played Jedi Fallen Order. I've heard a lot of good things. My friend Joey played it, says that it's amazing. You've got to utilize your breaks. I'm just, I'm kind of Star Wars out. Oh. Although I'm almost finished with Mandalorian finally. The hatch is open. Now is your chance. So what is the, uh, what is the Nintendo PlayStation prototype up to at this point? Last time I looked, it was like 360,000. Oh. But I mean, that was like two days after like the auction started. How much longer is left on the auction? Yeah, I want to get into the Yakuza games also. Huh? And uh, uh, Paul Sutton is saying that uh, he played uh, Yakuza Kiwami and really enjoyed it too much and put over 80 hours in. Waited him from moving on to the other. Oh, see, that, that see, I, I, Yakuza Zero took me like half a year to beat. <laughs> and that, like, I, I thought it was fantastic, like, it, it, especially, like, as a story. Like, the gameplay was good, but not necessarily my thing. But I wasn't, like, interested in, like, all, like, the side stuff so much and it it, it kind of just felt like oh man i don't know if i want to do the others but yakuza kiwami was on uh it was it was on it was like on sale for like nine dollars so like i couldn't say no to that i don't know if shooting the Thing from the side with a bomb counts as a hit or not, but it's really, it's really hard to actually get a good shot in there. Oh wow! Oh, so the, the auction went down. Really? How's that happen? Now it's down to 280. Someone else that would draw on their bid, but I wonder if it's going to skyrocket in the very end. I mean, I'd be like, I'd be sweating at that point. Oh man, am I gonna make that much? Because some people are saying, "Oh, it's gonna be over. It's gonna suffer over a million dollars." This is Fox. The climate control center generator is undamaged. Looks like all the aperoids are gone too. Nicely done, Fox. I mean, I wonder if it's gonna end up going to like a museum or something. Man, that's just crazy. I don't know. Machines are machines, after all. Those without strong wills can be... It does make you wonder how many more are out there. I mean, if there's without one, there's got to be more. Allies are enemies. You'd think there would be, yeah. What yeah. Is it, Fox? Nothing. 
That sounds like someone I know. That's all. I mean, a mold existed to make it. Yeah. You went you gonna play another? It's eleven thirty now. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna play another mission, but I thought I might I mean unless unless you're ready to uh, hang it up, I was thinking I might I'm, pop I'm, in another I'm game. I can get What were you saying? I said I, I might be getting there. Okay, well you announced plan? I thought I might make one. I, I was I was recording. I, was, I played a 1080 Avalanche for the first time yesterday. Uh huh. And, and you uh, like? Well, I mean, it's okay. Uh, but like, it was really really easy to clear the first two circuits or whatever. And I played a little bit of the third one, and I. I lost, you have three lives and I lost on two missions. I was like, well, I've, I got to quit. I got to record other stuff. But I was like, it felt like I could finish the game really quickly. So I thought maybe I'll make one attempt at the expert circuit on that. <laughs> if, if you were, if, you, if you were up. For it. Sure. Yeah, sure. So let, let me go. Let me go get it. Nobody minds. I'm gonna need, a, need some mixed nuts. It's, it's all me. Just me here, here eating some Kroger mixed nuts with uh, with sea salt. Uh, what's everyone's favorite? Kind of nut. I think cashews are probably the best. Avalanche and Star Fox Assault are among the pretty few uh, like first party. <laughs> I mean, if you consider Star Fox Assault first party, I mean, it was developed by Namco, but like I, I kept up with like the big Nintendo games pretty well during the GameCube era. There weren't, weren't too many that I skipped out on, but the, the, these game these are two games that I got within the past year or two. So this and this, yesterday was the first time I even popped this one in. What's up, yo? Macadamia nuts are, are pretty good, but they're really expensive. From what I played, uh, the the Akari's. Uh, Easier turning definitely made a big difference for me. I'm pretty sure she had the easiest turning in the first game, too. 
living the easy life. Yep, that's right. Game is totally overshadowed by SSX for me. Absolutely, SSX three is amazing. Well, I mean, I I really like the I really like the first um, 1080. Um, but like, I have very limited SSX experience. Like, what one thing that like I, I've always had the impression that SSX was very heavily focused on. Um, tricks like is that a fair assessment or not like i never i well like in in 1080 i was never very into oh, very interested in tricks but like it it felt like you didn't it, it felt like you didn't really have to get into into that aspect of the game if you didn't want uh we had a dollar 99 from friend gaming bloat says SSX chapter one, Dark Unicorn. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say that it's, it's, uh, it's only focused on using tricks as in to like boost your speed. Right, which I mean, unless, unless they're like simple to do, like that kind of sounds annoying to me. But if you just, you just need to get part three. There's a lot I mean, to I, do. I do, I do plan, I do play, I, I, I intend to get it sometime. Like I, you know, I, I've, three is the one that you like the best. And the game, or the uh, Xbox version has backwards compatibility. On um, Xbox One? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I should get that version then. Yeah. I should keep an eye out for it. I bet it looks amazing. Have you tried it? I bet it looks incredible. I haven't. I bet it does, though. So. Uh, it's 4K, actually. Well, I mean, I think all... I, I don't know if it's native 4K, but I think all... Um, I think all original Xbox games, you know, get like 800p or something. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, 1800p, not 800p. <laughs> It'll still be an upgrade. <laughs> I'll have to get that one. I have the uh, I have the GameCube and the PS2 version. I don't have that version. I only bought the GameCube version because I saw like perfect looking copy of Goodwill. Whoa. My Goodwill sounds such a disappointment. Huh? My goodwill has become such a disappointment. Well, I mean, my my goodwill is always been disappointing. Well, really I mean, when I, when I first when I first started going to that goodwill, they still accepted CRTs for like a year. Man, it is the most baffling thing to me that the grid, you know, which is that goodwill operated electronics store around me that you know has a lot of retro games like it it is just baffling to me that they do not have crts like they would sell so well there like they couldn't keep them in stock like if they were really good at least 
This Leaks this rotate up. to like regain your balance thing is is new. <laughs> Um, we got a 4.99 donation from Paul Sutton, who says "Trickin' Snowboarder" is the best snowboarding game. It's all about Resident Evil Zombie Cop. I I don't know. I have no I idea what you're I, talking I, about, but I, those are it sound, th- those sound like words that intrigue me. <laughs> <laughs> Rotted Ridge. <laughs> That's for then. Zombie cop is is in Rotted Ridge. Yeah, I, I I think this is the level where I I quit playing before. Like you like you're in like a a, a cabin at the very beginning that just like starts falling apart. Uh, 57 Rai is asking if, if we've ever had dreams about going and picking up PPM and BBM. I've never had a dream about that, but I've I've had dreams about finding like new old stock of like Mag- Master System games. <laughs> I, uh, you know, whatever like I'm working on episode, I, I have these like I don't I don't know if if I should say nightmare exactly, but I, I have these like, I, I, I just, I, I just like feel paranoid or something in my sleep. It's like, Oh, I, I forgot like this piece of information and that's really critical. And then like, I wake up and I like realize that like whatever I was dreaming about was something that was like, either untrue or completely irrelevant but like in that state of like sleep or like almost sleep like it it seems important you know Mm -hmm. but like in a similar vein like the night before uh i went up to mass to do the crt stuff with steve uh like i had this dream that i still had my uh, my 36 inch HD CRT, and then like I needed to bring it up there for him to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh no! <laughs> but then, like when I woke up, like it kind of made me start thinking. Like, I wonder if there's any way to mod those HD CRTs to like bypass the digital circuitry and just to turn them into a true analog. TV that does like scan lines properly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that would be amazing, right? Yeah, can you imagine if that was possible? Like there'd be a mass rush for them, probably. I know. I would like regret not having it anymore. I'd like. I would like have to go like steal it from the orphanage that I donated it to. <laughs> steal it from all those kids. I do wonder if it's like in use at all. <laughs> now we got a five, four ninety nine donation from our good friend Scott Davis. Oh, thank you. Saying, uh, "You guys have any experience with Xbox three sixty mods? I did the steps to unlock complete OG Xbox core on mine. I can now play Advent Rising on a three sixty. Oh, I mean, I I didn't even know that's a thing. You know, I only um, tried." Uh the backwards compatibility 
Do... Are they soft mods or do you, can you? Sounds like a soft mod. Yeah. I uh, only tried backwards compatibility on uh, on Xbox 360 one time. I, I actually played like, I don't know, maybe an hour of Halo 1. Yeah, which is actually the first time I played Halo 1 outside of like very briefly in the store years ago. Um, oh, wow. And I mean, of course, I can't compare it to how it's supposed to run, but it's it, it seemed good. Like nothing jumped out at me as like, hmm, like I wonder if that wasn't supposed to be that way. Uh, Gaming Blows is saying, uh, Florian Try, would you be hoping to turn Mod Game into a full time media occupation? Uh, would you leave your current nine to five uh, or other gigs to, if you could, or is this eternally a very professional hobby for your for you both? Uh, I mean, neither of us have nine to fives. Anymore. Yeah, we're we're both. But we both do work. take freelance work when we when we need to. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I I can't say no to any freelance. Um, but I mean, if we could make it so that it was constantly like, it was like the main thing, like it would generate enough income to like make it so we didn't need anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we do okay, but it's, <laughs> it, it is definitely not a full replacement for a nine to five <laughs> by any stretch. I do not really understand the grinding. It looks like it's very similar to Tony Hawk. Well, I don't really understand it. Tony Hawk. <laughs> <coughs> um, we had a $2 donation from uh, Colin Barron saying, have you tried to tried merch? I'd wear a My Life Gaming t-shirt. Um, you can do it through the, uh, the Teespring like, link on all, like it's on the videos. I'd like to do other t-shirts though. Yeah. Like more, uh, more unique t-shirts, I suppose. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 mean I, I would love to have somewhere like, you know, we actually have some printed and then we sh ship them for <laughs> real, you know? Right. But a lot of that comes in, comes with, like, figuring out a design and, you know, we're not going to have a design that, ha like, that has us in it. Like, I mean, I just feel like having, like, us in a shirt is, like... Obnoxious. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants that. I don't. I mean, I I do think an ah come on shirt with with either of oh, our faces on. on would be a hit. <laughs> I mean, it might be. But I mean, I don't know what else to do for t-shirt. <laughs> See, it feels uh, like grinding always like leads me to somewhere I don't want to be. My mailbox was this shirt. <laughs> yes. Come on, mailbox. 
Just... It could just be like a picture of a banana. And it just says, yeah, like it's a videotape. Yeah. It's just like a videotape with a banana on it. <laughs> uh, we got a $5 donation uh, from Ben Brody saying, Remember when we peer pressured Corey into beating Superman? into beating Super Mario Brothers 3 and took them five and a half hours, but was fun. We should make that into a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know how. Sorry. Well, I... Game over. Game I over. Well, I said I was just going to do one attempt, so... There you go. I guess it, I guess it did one attempt. I wonder if there's if there's anything. Give me a, a Photoshop of me with huge bags under my Super Mario Brothers three in the background, and text that is a one hundred dollar donation that says "Don't quit." I'm trying to see if there's anything here that might might show the those character that character out like this artwork. Wait, what? Like, if you go back to the character select, yeah, like his portrait, it looks like it was like drawn by like, like someone at Treasure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It looks like it looks like the like the, like the uh, Sin and Punishment, like yeah, especially or, Sin and like, Punishment like, too. Yeah, like especially like Ricky Winterborn there. Yeah, the others not so much, but. Yeah, something about it does kind of have that vibe about it. Uh, I was, I was, I wanted to look to see if like there's some, is there some screen somewhere that might? You do a land here. Is the uh, the artist? Oh, look at that! Look at that TV there. Uh, what is that? Is that? Oh, that's a VCR. Hey, long time no see. Uh, I'm, I want. I want to take a look and close look and see if I can see anything that shows shows that uh that fact. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'm just going to go get a get a game that I know shows it off well, and I'm I'm going to show. I'm, I'm going to see if I can show it. Okay. Show show the effect of the chroma interpolation. I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna get one more game. Okay. I do feel like the the Mario three live stream was probably the best, like our best live stream. It was it was so much. It was it was fun. And it was especially fun because I ended up finishing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, almost it's maybe just like a little bit more fun than the uh, on the Prism stream. Just like just, just a touch. It's it's very close. It could go either way. Mm. 
This is yet again a uh, another Nintendo published game that, that I have not finished on GameCube, which what I is feel that? is relatively uncommon for me. Well, speak, speaking of treasure. No, I haven't finished this either. It's not, I don't, I don't think it was very fun. I tried to finish. Well, you, 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 I don't think you played very far. You just kind of tested it out, right? No, I played to the second world. I, mean, I, I used to own it, and I, I, I yeah, I, I guess I thought it was boring. Save file says it was three. Yeah, so I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish. I remember, uh, it was pretty visible, like around here, so. I may have used this as an example in the video, the GameCube update video. So let's see what I can do here. Oh, first of all, let me bring bring it up and see if I can make it show that. This was treasure devolved, also, wasn't no. it? Well. There's no also, you just mentioned treasure. <laughs> I don't think there's any other treasure game on GameCube, is there? It's, it's not as. Can you zoom in some? Yeah, I'm, I, well, I'm going to. I'm going to. That's. I just wanted to look for myself to see if I could. You can see the difference. It it. It's more of a difference rather than like a obvious like. Yes, this is better. Uh, but if you look at these, these hearts. You should the see. Red you should purple. see as a different. Uh, you should see a difference when I toggle. Well, you won't. You won't see. Out. You won't see the actual toggle text, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm going. You know, I, I have to do this away from my GameCube, so I. You probably won't hear me. Probably have to do away from my mind. Is everybody ready? This is going to be the most exciting thing you've seen all weekend. I wonder if he's toggling it. You know, it doesn't look like you are. <laughs> are you toggling it? I am. It, it's more obvious on the TV than it is when I look over at the capture card. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, it could be a limitation of the... I don't see shit. <laughs> I mean, it could be a limitation of the capture card. <laughs> it could be, but I mean, <laughs> like, uh, we'll believe you. We I, believe I mean, you. I, I, I mean, to be fair, I need to do a, I, I need to do like a more complete, like, compare it against how the same effect works on the 
on the component, the Carby component. I mean, it, it may be a different implementation, but but it's still it is an improvement. It is an improvement, I I think. Um, and if nothing else, that uh, you know that that chroma shift that was an earlier GC video firmware issue um, is uh, is fixed as well now. So uh, that's uh, you know that also improves things. But yeah, I. I considering those like issues have been resolved. Like I find myself much more drawn to the idea of, uh, playing GameCube, you know, via HDMI and capturing it that way, you know, mm -hmm. cause I, I was pretty sold on using the Carby component as my main thing. And, you know, considering I can two exit through the OSSC, like it's still probably the best technically. Um, even though this is, pure digital um but uh i i i i think this is a more maybe casual way to to sit down and play some gamecube maybe just sitting on the couch you know oh yeah so i i i, I i'm very glad i remembered to bring this to get it firmware flashed because uh it it makes me feel much uh much better uh using hdmi are they offering any kind of service to have it done um, I think so, but I don't, <laughs> don't quote me on that. I, I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure there will people be people that are doing. I'm sure updates. if you, I'm sure if you ask, I'm sure they'll do it. Right. Um, so. Like I'll probably, like Dan will update mine i wonder if he could do like, oh sure RVs. yeah 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 oh you already asked dan to do yours oh yeah he said he'd, if i next time i am by his house if i stop by i can yeah can update it oh. we have to pull the whole thing apart um, <laughs> we got a five dollar donation from uh, jjj john try it's okay it's okay. okay. Just it's okay if we don't see it. The, <laughs> the point is that you see it. I, I see it. I see it. It, it, looks, it looks good. <laughs> Anyways, is that is that gonna do it for for this week? Uh yeah, I guess so. Um uh, we'll so that. hopefully by next video, our goal is to have like have the mini out. Just because like mini out. I think the thing is, is that I gotta. You got you got warm up. Yeah, I'm I'm a little out of practice because you know I haven't done an episode since I haven't done anything like like I haven't worked on a video outside of like shooting stuff uh, since since the end of end of last year so it's been like two months yeah I, i've been getting settled in and that was just like you know and i feel like a mostly a gameplay editing episode too yeah exactly exactly but i i'm pretty set up now back there like b-roll I, I i don't know you can't really see it back there but i built a whole uh like a fake set it's like a big like it's a wall like with the uh the wood paneling on it but it's like i made a wall out of pvc pipes 
that I can move around. It's kind of it's kind of neat, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's awesome. Your, can, your camera can, really does look good with that lighting. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, it, it, the only reason you can see like it looks fine on me is because the uh, the light of the screen. Oh, so that's why you're warm. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it can, really doesn't look like that blue is like hitting you. But yeah, you're just seeing that. I mean, I could take the light that's above or it's above me and make them uh, more warmer, but you'll it brightens up the background. I'll do that. And that's. Oh yeah, you then you can't really but, get the effect of I the blue. Bring, I can bring it way down. But it still is. I mean, it's closer still. What do we think of wall control shelving? Well, I mean, I saw I saw what Dave had at his house before he moved, you know, with the original wall control that he bought. Uh, but then, you know, he did the the new video and uh, <laughs> that is a lot of wall control. <laughs> yeah, what's really funny is I was looking at wall control. Like I was just going to get like one or two panels uh, because I was thinking about like mounting controllers from it. And I, I didn't do it. And then he did the video. I'm like, oh, what have you been talking about? <laughs> I've I've been using, in fact, I went and bought the last that I needed. Uh, I've been using Ikea Svalnas. Mm -hmm. S-V-A-L-N-A-S. Um, which has, has been very good for, for media shelving. But if you want a lot of it, um, it's, it's going to be a, a few hundred dollars, but I bought the last that I needed and, uh, it's, uh, it's, I, I really enjoy it. I just think it's really nice looking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I've got enough to last like an extremely long time at this point. Yeah. So I haven't figured out a good solution for my controllers or my, uh, my portable ones yet. Well, I, I showed you that I just, I bought the, uh, the cube doors for the Ikea units. I bought some of those today and installed them and I'm putting all of, because in my new setup, you know, if people remember from the old setup videos, you know, I had Nintendo consoles in that one low Ikea. That's it's just one cube tall by five cubes wide. They don't make that one anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but I put, um, doors on all that because I move all, all of those system. Well, most of those systems are upstairs now in the, in the other room or, uh, like in the case of the Wii U and switch. Now they're on top of that. There's no systems in there anymore. And I had some baskets in it with some, a little bit of stuff in it, but it wasn't very well utilized. So I put doors in all five of those holes and I cut holes in the back of, of it so I can feed um, power for controller chargers. So I'm moving all of my controller chargers into those to keep dust off my controllers. Because, I mean, you know, much as I love the Wii U, my gamepad is dusty every time I pick it up. Yeah. You know, so uh, I thought that would be a great way to, to keep the dust off of them. So... But yeah, there there will be a new uh, a new setup video later, probably much later in the year. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Well, I guess that will do it. I didn't realize it was midnight. Dang. Yeah, it's 12.01. Um, yeah, thanks for everybody. We got to something like 500-some people this week. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, who donated it out. It was, it was a lot of fun, everybody who stuck around in the chat. All right. We'll see you next week. See ya. Good night. <laughs>